0: Of Nerd Warehouse, I'm your host Cassie Gardner, and your other host Neta Williams. Netta. how on earth are you?
1: Well, you know, I'm not in my tip-toppest shape, but I'm alive. What's like wrong? health-wise? You know, because even though I work with toddlers who are all sick, the one time. I hang out with my two grown adult woman friends this week that are not me. That's That's not Cassie. That's I'm when healthy I get sick. Yeah, so there's going to be some sniffling and I'll apologize for that now.
0: It's all good. How have you been, Cassie? I mean <laughs> I'm fine. I just realized that I only have 8 days left in my internship um dude well yeah because so i work for a school district <coughs> okay. and they don't work the week of thanksgiving so i don't work <laughs> the week of thanksgiving i mean i only have like eight days left so I like, s- i'm stoked about that Yeah, i was gonna say that's awesome <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> but also horrified because i haven't found a real job every job i've looked at says um hello you need five years experience in the field managing people and i'm like i am a college student trying my hardest what are you doing
1: trying my hardest
0: what do you think you're doing <laughs> everything <My bad. laughs> <laughs>
1: uh that's pretty that's good we're so, funny
0: what also about really late so it's yeah we're recording this it's eight o'clock my time almost nine meaning it's nine o'clock almost ten netta's time because it's
1: nine thirty.
0: yeah you it's, said nine o'clock okay well it was nine o'clock when we started trying
1: oh, that okay. <laughs> we've had
0: some technical difficulties um
1: mainly but, on <laughs> My part, I will apologize for that. It is her fault. I Um, really don't
0: sound waves. Um, let's talk about our weekly obsessions. (laughs) Um, do you want to go first? Why don't
1: you go first?
0: I would love to. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Um, my current weekly obsession is, um, it's this book series that I had pretty much forgotten about, but I recently have re- re-found, rekindled my love. What's um, it called? It's called, the series has a name that I don't know, because again, it's Bellwile. But the first book in the series is called A Porson. And a what? A Pornson. I really
1: I don't I'm so sorry you need it's fine one more time
0: abhorrent scent
1: can not tell you what I heard I
0: would love I said, it if you could just tell me what you heard <laughs> 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 no I was like wow um flashback it's a great little book series if you guys are familiar with D D, dungeons and dragons the main character is like a mix between a necromancer and a bard, and her job basically is to um keep souls that have died, keep them dead. They're not supposed to come back. Like, it's her job to oh, keep wow, the peace there's... between like death and life. It's so good. That's dope. It's so good, and it's like a mix between like medieval times, like the world split by like a wall which keeps magic in and on the lower half underneath the wall like magic lives and things die and that's where everything is and above the wall it's like 20th century like technology and everything else and they co-mingle it's Mm -hmm. super dope um
1: dude that sounds pretty amazing
0: um so yeah i'm kind of re-obsessed with that i read it in high school and middle school because who needs friends (laughs) when you have books
1: that was my thoughts my freshman and sophomore year so yeah i feel that
0: of high school not college we were friends by that point (laughs) yeah exactly so Um, what's your weekly obsession Leanette.
1: Leanette. dear heavens um gross Cassie just made a gross face for those of you who can't see. So
0: literally everyone. Yes. <laughs> it's an audio for only for this is really good radio commenting about visual effects. Please oh my continue. Gosh,
1: Stop. Anyways, um I guess I've had a couple of weekly obsessions. One has been um it's this old TV show I used to watch when I was a kid. Is it like David actually- the Gnome? Uh, no which but that is a fantastic show and I absolutely love it and if anyone has anything negative to say about that show then sayonara
0: fight her behind person. an Arby's
1: yeah exactly preferably the one in Rexburg it's terrifying it, it really is um, but no alright it's a TV show called Charmed I've definitely told you about it before
0: yeah, but it's, what resparked re- yeah, your right, love. So
1: it's it's about these three sisters who like are witches but their grandmother hid their powers from each other from themselves because they attract a lot of demons and then they like rediscover their powers and they become the charmed ones and they're like the forces of good in the world and they fight demons. It's pretty. It's Dope. like Prime 1999 To early 2000s TV show We all need those I mean like honestly I was actually talking about that The other day all good rom-coms Were made in the early Between two thousand and two thousand ten.
0: and 2010 <laughs> I You don't like rom-coms So like I... I'm indifferent She doesn't i really don't like them i really don't hate them i'm just like they're I whatever like when
1: i give you the recommendations you like them because you, you give choose, me good
0: you give me good racks
1: i only give good recommendations
0: netta is the friend who's watched every every movie on netflix and can Not tell you every. all the. i'm just saying yeah you've I've you've weeded a lot you've weeded the wheat from the chaff I have. You know, it's what's really good.
1: bad when you, when I look at my like watch it again and I see all the bad ones. I'm like, go away! I don't want to see you anymore. Give why did I watch ones. a two star movie about gymnastics? <laughs> okay, but those are like a weakness of mine. I I don't even know why, but they are. They're mean. so bad. Good, like they're just terrible,
0: but they're good. I guess. <clears throat> So let's move on to our main focus this evening.
1: Which we definitely decided way in advance.
0: Shh. Don't peel back the kimono. They don't need to know anything about our planning. Okay, we've talked
1: about this before. That is not the saying. And it drives me crazy that you say that. It's
0: a great saying.
1: That only people who watch My Brother, My Brother, and
0: Me know. It's... It's... You do not watch Mabin Bam; it's oh, a podcast. Lord, <laughs> Cassie. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, so this week we're talking about Wonder Woman because uh, yes. we talked about it a lot before it came out, and then, and then we, we went on hiatus, and then we never talked about it. <laughs> so, super well, we timely
1: right at the end of the semester, right? Yep.
0: Pretty much right before oh, we yeah. finished. We were like we were going to make one and then we left Rexburg. So we didn't. Um, so we didn't. So like let's talk about Wonder Woman.
1: Oh, I would like to announce now spoilers. Definitely oh. spoilers about the movie coming up. So if you 100% Seen it? I'm so sorry, but please stop listening to the podcast.
0: Well, I mean, don't stop listening. Um, Go watch the movie. Pause it and watch a movie because it's out on DVD. (gasps) Yeah, gasp! (laughs) It's even it's even in Redbox, girl. Um, So. Okay,
1: first of all, let's start very basic. What is your main emotion that you feel when you think about the experience that you had while watching it?
0: Uh, ooh, one emotion? Yeah.
1: Um, all right, let's do your top 3.
0: Um, joy? Yes. Um, power?
1: Mhm.
0: Um, sadness. <laughs> in that order
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say say, that's the order of how the movie goes you start off and you're like (gasps) incredible and then you feel empowered and then it is just sad to be
0: fair it's okay so i just want to say something really quick um netta i have a heart of stone um, when it comes to media, basically anything else can make me cry, but movies and TV shows really
1: um, you're getting a little soft on books, but in general, that's in comparison.
0: Most movies, it's like trying to get um blood out of a rock. I don't cry, I don't no. get emotionally attached. I think I cried four times watching Wonder Woman the first time, teared. Oh. Um. And for a few pretty pretty basic reasons. First it was so beautiful. The movie <laughs> aesthetically is just simply pleasing.
1: Like Oh, it's so like it and it's such like a dreary blah ho hum like universe.
0: Area. Yeah. No, universe. Like the entire D C universe is just kinda like blizz
1: dark, both visually and story wise.
0: I I could, I couldn't watch Man of Steel. It, oh, like, I
1: tried watching it on the airplane, and it was the hardest thing. I had to stop watching. It. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna strain my eyeballs. It's
0: two hours of dark movie and dark emotional sadness, and it's like, ugh, I don't it want ain't this. Ain't nobody got
1: time for this. Yes, exactly. Ain't
0: nobody. And so that's why I did not see Batman versus Superman because I was like, it's just gonna be two and a half hours of two guys. Not talking about their feelings. Not talking it out.
1: And And uselessly (laughs) destroying an entire city.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Things that drive me crazy. Only, only for the fighting to be stopped because Superman whispers the word, Martha. And then Batman goes, what did you say? That's my mom's name. And he's like, well, that was my mom's name. And then they stop fighting.
1: Is that really what happens?
0: I haven't seen the movie, but yes, that's my understanding as to how that fight I can't ends. Say. I
1: really feel like that's not actually how it ends. You can't go making up lies.
0: Okay. The four people who listen to us The four. <laughs> back me up. Go and to Twitter to Nerd too. Warehouse and um tweet at us and um at nerd duh, duh warehouse yeah nerd to the warehouse um and tell neta that i'm right because that's definitely how that scene goes i've seen enough parodies of it that i know how it goes <laughs> <laughs> um but so like it's it, such a dark universe like it really like there's no
1: actual and you know in there's Wonder no joy things, and the same can be said for Wonder Woman. Like it was incredible and like moving and powerful but like me as a person who literally cries at I wanna say anything. I think Everything. I geared up recording an episode of this podcast once. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I see like I just I cry and I the only thing two things stopped me from like bawling my eyes out watching Wonder Woman. Okay. First was we were in the movie theater, mm-hmm. and I was not about to too public. Sob, too public, too public, wait, way too public. And the second was we were seeing it with Bennett.
0: I was like, who I'm you remember m-. from episode nine? <laughs> <laughs> Our final episode before we left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a way to yeah. end it. <laughs> oh,
1: oh man! I've listened to that episode, and I'm like, we were definitely high on drugs or sleep deprived
0: sleep deprived the answer to that multiple choice question was 100% sleep deprived
1: Oh yeah
0: obviously <laughs> I took two Advil side topic I took two Advil when I got home Speaking from work of
1: drugs.
0: Um, and it did not kick in until recently I have been home for like three hours no what time is it no, yeah I've been home for like four fun. hours and my Advil just <laughs> kind of started kicking in I've had yeah, a major headache ahead. all day <laughs>
1: You gotta take ibuprofen.
0: My house has a severe lack of headache medicines. Anyway, back to Wonder Woman. I'm yeah, so sorry. Back
1: to Wonder Woman. Anyways, I sobbed. Because it was just like the ending, my friends, it is just sad. It is. It is just a sad ending.
0: <clears throat> but so, okay, so how do I put this? One of the things that I found absolutely fascinating. About mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, um, in hindsight, watching the movie, I didn't even, like, notice it Included. until it wasn't happening. There was um, so
1: much more. There was just so
0: much going on. First, um, there wasn't the male gaze in the movie. And you may have... You, for those of you who don't know Cassie, what that is... Yes.
1: What is the male gaze? Please explain.
0: So, the male gaze is how men typically write women and or film them in movies um take for instance the
1: Baywatch look
0: yeah so like james bond or when they introduce black widow it's ankles feet up you know you introduce her that way um Mm -hmm. and she becomes a sex object before you see her face like she becomes an object before You've, like, seen her face.
1: Yeah. It's, like, her main characteristic is, ooh, she's sexy.
0: Yeah. Um, And then,
1: oh, yeah, there's a personality. Yeah. I
0: guess. They, so, there was that. And also, it's really interesting. Um, There's a lot of people who talk about how um, superheroes are the ultimate female fantasy. No. No. Superheroes are the ultimate male power fantasy fantasy yeah um, because it's superman is great in
1: theory but in practice certainly not a, theor- a fantasy
0: like and he, let me explain that for those of you who like don't get what that means um in a lot of people say like superheroes are like the perfect physique they're the perfect people you know every woman wants that no the mm-hmm. way superheroes are portrayed they it could be some woman's ideal man but most of the time it's the idea of having power. It's a male power fantasy which yeah. is why I, it's hard to explain. Look it up. It's super interesting. I'm it's, in no ways an expert.
1: So how I see it is superheroes are how men want to be mm-hmm. and the reason why they think it's something that women want is because they're like oh this is how I, as a male, would like to be and would like to be seen as. So, obviously. That's what women want. Yeah, this is what women want. When, really, all I'm looking for is someone who has a steady income and a steady job. And a superhero is none of that.
0: Well, you also want a good person.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's also true. But, the like. The superheroes are generally good people. Yeah. You know?
0: But it was, it it was interesting because even though Diana's a a female, um, Mm -hmm.
1: and like a gorgeous one.
0: She's beautiful. Um, I love her. She was portrayed as being human. Um, yeah,
1: the, it was a role reversal, which is what Chris Pine, the guy who plays Steve,
0: uh, I love him, first, first of all. Of all yes. so, cute. <laughs> so cute. He, he is in his 40s, but like, let's talk mm, about him like in his prime name. Princess Diaries 2 of Royal Engagement.
1: <laughs> I almost watched that last night. He,
0: one cannot deny that Chris Pine is a fine man.
1: Oh, he has only done better with age, oh. honestly. And he, and the reason why he's the perfect per- person to have played steve is because he understands what the movie was trying to do it it flipped it on his head
0: but even then he
1: accepted it he was like yeah heck yeah when i'm standing in the bathtub dripping dripping wet dripping wet and i'm naked and the and not in an extreme way but the camera does definitely do that oh
0: the pan, the, the, yeah, the pan, and it's—it was the first time in my adult life or any time in my life that I've seen a, I've seen it happen to a guy, and I was like, you oh, so like, this yes, is what I get it. This is this is why it happens in films. I never understood that, but like also, but... there is so much more than that. Like, there is a scene where Diana is crossing no man's land, mm-hmm. and I. Mm-hmm. I was in the theater right next to you. Oh, tearing up. And again, I don't cry. And she she stood up to start walking across the movie. And I was like, what is this feeling so sudden and new inside of me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had. It. So, for guys out there, I'm sure you guys remember what it was like first action movie that like really caught your attention like Mm -hmm. this guy is just doing all these really hardcore super dope things and it's like yeah that could be me i want you to imagine you've never seen anything like that like ever everything in media is women doing things like that and then for the first time in your life you go to a movie and it's a guy doing that and it's like oh, that could be me, but now you're 22 years old and you've never experienced that before. And it was, it was nigh unto a spiritual experience to see something so empowering.
1: For me, that moment happened when they're in the village and they're having like this total shootout.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And it's, like, basically all the guys that she's with are, like, like, oh, we can't. Like, they all had that moment of, like, oh, we're going to die. We're not going to get out of here alive. And Diana's, like. Wait, here. Mm. I got this. Yeah. She's, like, hold my shield. Never mind. I need that because I'm about to save you. She Like, that was her whole thing. And that was, like, the moment for me because I was, like, oh, Incredible.
0: And another thing that I really enjoyed, um, and again, it's so stupid that we should be counting these as, like, perks.
1: Yeah, because this should just be, like... Everything?
0: Yeah. All the time? Like, it is for guys?
1: Undeniably happening.
0: Um, so, I'll just hark back on to Black Widow for a okay. minute. When Marvel wanted to give her a more interesting backstory they talked about how she was forcibly sterilized in order to pass her test in order to become this hard assassin she had to lose her ability to create children um which is a cop-out um there's so many more (coughs) interesting ways you could have done it and women's power and like ability and who they are is more than just being able to have kids and while yes that's a horrible thing That didn't need to be her backstory. You could have given her so many other things. Why did you reduce it down to that?
1: I feel like part of the, like, it's a cop-out when they do that. They're like, what's going to be the most effective way of showing how awful her life is? Oh, we'll take away this thing that's, like, actually, like, really, like, that's so traumatic.
0: Yeah. And also, it's kind of like the cop-out of my my wife is dead which is why i do this thing it's bad writing and it really gives you flat stale characters so
1: hi no one is actually that vengeful and if they are they're
0: not going to go far in life um but i mean you take so you have black widow on one hand whose backstory is tragic and awful and um again there's Nothing wrong with that backstory other than I think it's a poor writing. Um, mm-hmm. But then you have Diana's, which is as good Beautiful. of background as any. It's It comes from a place of love. She doesn't lose her loving nature. She doesn't lose her ability to be a woman and also be strong, which is what they did. They took they took away something that defined Black Widow as feminine by removing her ability to have children
1: mm-hmm.
0: in order to make her into a hero, in order to make her, you know, this... Like, who she was. F- who she was. And they do that all the time in movies. They, they take away a woman's, um, what's considered her feminine side, like her... They take away the things that make her feminine in order to force her into a more masculine style role. Um, They didn't do that with her, with Diana. She spends the whole movie very excited about like seeing babies and eating ice cream and being (laughs) being a kind and loving person, which are things typically associated with femininity. They didn't take that away from her in order to make her a... Um,
1: like a good superhero.
0: Yeah. Um, they still gave her, like, a sad backstory-ish, you know? Like, she can't return I mean, to her people, and she lost her aunt, and that's sad. And the love of her life. Uh, well, that was... I'm talking about beginning of the movie backstory. <laughs> um that's still her backstory i mean she's like how many years old the whole movie is her backstory exactly um so considered but there's this there's this idea portrayed a lot in our pop culture and in all culture i think that you can't be soft and strong
1: which is total bs because i am a very tender person
0: And I think you're pretty strong. And you are. Um, Like, the idea that you can't be soft, you can't be feminine, um, and also be strong is a huge problem. I think that's why we see such issues with, like, toxic masculinity is because we teach children, especially boys, from a very young age that expressing emotion or any kind of, quote, softness... Um, is
1: to be like a girl and to be like a girl makes is you weak, negative, yeah.
0: So and
1: that's incorrect. It wrong. Cause, cause whenever people say that, all I can think is, who do you think brought you into this world? Uh. L- you know, like why? Like if you respect your mother so much then why can't you just respect every woman in that same way?
0: But also, and this is going to be a controversial opinion, is, like, you shouldn't need to respect your mom in order to respect women. I think I see this all the time on, like, social media and things, Mm -hmm. is people will post something and they'll be like, until I became the father of a daughter, I never knew how important this was. And I'm like, you married a woman what does she think because you can't sit there and tell me that until you had a daughter you didn't think of women as people you married one
1: like that it just that makes me
0: upset and it's and again it's that i saw something that was super interesting and i don't know if we've talked about it before but um so right. we're, we're veering off topic but like I don't care cuz we do this every week we de- delve into women's issues and I'm sorry if that's not your cup of tea but here it's we our are. Cup of tea. Yeah, it's our podcast. Um so they've done a lot of studies about how men do um friendships. Um Ugh.
1: I love this. I already know what you're going to talk about.
0: The um, intimacy in their friendships. So for a lot of guys, they just have, and not all of them, but a lot of them have very surface level friendships. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of them depend on their spouse alone. For all of their emotional support and intimate um, conversation comes from a single source. Meanwhile, women have large networks of people in general that they have deeper connections with um they can talk more freely about their feelings and emotions and like mm-hmm. have emotional support from other people and different kinds of emotional different support. kinds of emotional support but when men and women get divorced this is where it's key women handle divorces better than men do mm-hmm. Yes, and here's why Women have the emotional support systems in place. When men get divorced, most of the time, their only source of emotional stability and everything else is from their wife. Yeah. And because they don't have other people, because they are not socialized to talk about their feelings in a deep and meaningful way with other men, they Mm -hmm. don't have that connection with other guys. Yeah. And that is something that like I I have known, but I didn't think I knew how it was. Cause I I've I feel like this is I'm about to be real here. I when I lived at school, I used to think, how do you guys do this? They don't talk to each other. <laughs> how do they live in a house and not talk like, to each other? Yeah. And not build friendships. Like my older brother lived in a cabin on campus, and there were like 12 people in the house because it was a big cabin. It had like mm-hmm. eight rooms or something. Yeah. Um he didn't know some of his roommates names like at all
1: insane to me because the only time i stopped sort of like caring about making a friendship with my roommates was our last ish semester. semester because It was our last semester, and we weren't going to be there any longer. And we had the friends that we had. But that was the only time that I was, like, I don't care. Every other time I was, like, I need to make, like, I need to establish a relationship with this person.
0: And even if I didn't stay in contact with them, because there's a couple of roommates I've lost contact with. Yeah, same. But, like, I still see them on Facebook. But I don't, like, talk to them. Like, if I needed to... I could talk to them. Oh, yeah. Like, and even though we're not crazy close, we've built a s- emotional support system in that lets us do that. And we don't raise our boys to have that. That's, that's another thing. I want to talk about this real quick. That's another thing that contributes to the idea of the friend zone, which is garbage. Um, my mom
1: and I had a big conversation about this. But before we go into the friend zone, I have a controversial opinion.
0: Oh, I <laughs> controversial opinions with Netta. <sighs> I Probably going to agree with so you. so
1: many of them. <laughs> All right. So this is one that like I have, but I told it to my siblings and all of their like spouses or partners uh-huh. the other night and they all were like, That's so dumb <laughs> like they all disagreed with me. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So this this is coming from like someone who has never been in like a really, really committed relationship mm-hmm. or anything like that. And so but something like a pet peeve of mine is when people like get engaged or they get married and they're like, so excited to get married to my best friend. And all I can think is, I am so sorry that your boyfriend, fiance, and future husband also gets the title of best friend. You know that there was no one else in your life. Who has the title best friend? Like, did you start dating this person? And then immediately be like, all my friends to the wayside.
0: Okay. Now I'm picking up what you're putting down. Before, I was like, no, you should definitely marry someone who you could call your best friend if you're not. (laughs) No, and like,
1: that's the thing. Like, they can't, you can be like, oh my gosh, like, you can consider them your best friend. But like, everyone gets a title yeah you know and it's it's like my sisters i love my sisters i am so so close to my sisters i'm not gonna call them my best friends though because they're my sisters and to me that is like a place of honor like no one else can have that title but them Uh they're my sisters they don't but then like you cassie you're like one of my best friends thank you you're welcome you know, like, you get that title. That is a title for Cassie Gardner. So, why should. Tapes!
0: Don't give out my last name. Man. Oh. Nada. I mean, Cassie I
1: mean. Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <was> beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, like, so, like, when someone has the title of fiance or husband, there is already this. Established thought like if you're married to them or engaged to them, of course they're gonna be your best friend, you know. Like, I'm not explaining myself well. No, and I'm gonna not, blame I think, it on the time because it's late and I'm tired.
0: I think I'm getting what you're saying. Um, yeah, here, um, and the reason why I
1: bring this up is because what you are saying before about women having, like, those other connections uh-huh. and how important having other connections is. Uh-huh. Because even if you don't get a divorce, you still need someone to talk to who's not... I mean, and this is, of course, a p- opinion, because I need space sometimes from, like... Everyone. Everyone?
0: That's same. Both ways. That goes both ways here.
1: It really does. <laughs> you know, and so like when whenever I read that, I like I'm like, all right, so you just you only ever hang out with one person? That's really unfortunate. And like to me I'm always like, Well, I hope that I never do that
0: having yeah it's imp- it's important to have other people and i and i and i get what you're saying yeah um maybe i think i disagree with the wording your the way you phrase it but again that's we can chalk so it up to the time of fine. evening <laughs> but it's
1: like, uh, so fine and if other people disagree with me like that's okay like i don't really care yeah because um, again, my own opinion that no one has that's
0: opinion. With. Yeah, um, exactly. So, oh, what was I saying? Friend zone. Friend zone. Stinking friend zone. So, um, when people are like the, f- I'm you know I'm stuck in the friend zone. First of all, how lucky for you? You get to be <laughs> friends with someone who's great and listens to you and talks to you. Um what a blessed moment honestly but the difference is and i learned this and it was so fascinating because men again are socialized Mm -hmm. to believe that they can be more in depth with like conversations about feelings and things like that with women when they have friends who are girls girls automatically give that level of friendship because that's what we are raised to do. We give that to each other all the time. That just equals friendship for us. Mm -hmm. But to a guy, that reads socially as romantic interest. Oh. Because for them, friendships are real shallow. So they perceive what what a girl is giving as she's romantically interested in me and the girl is saying, "I'm your friend," oh. and that's why it gets confusing. And then that's why it's not an excuse. Guys shouldn't get upset about this. Girls shouldn't get upset about this. You shouldn't care. You still get to be great friends with people. But Friendship when they're like amazing, and so relationships like dating are not the end all be all of satisfying relationships. Um, they're but
1: not. shout out to whatever that lady. In the LDS church, who isn't married and who's like amazing.
0: You do?
1: Do? Yeah? Is that her name? I don't know. No. Shining moment right here. Anyway. <laughs> she's incredible. Um,
0: but, like, dang it, Netta. I lost it. The train of thought just boom derailed off into nowhere land. That's okay. It's fine. We can we can finish this up. Um,
1: we can go back to Wonder Woman.
0: Wow. It was great. <laughs> it it took a lot of like traditional movie tropes and it turned it on its head and what was so interesting was that it, it was not only directed by a woman, which mm-hmm. was a first. Yeah. It was written by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um and Someone had hired a man to write the script first, and they Oh, we're
1: gonna say who it was. It was Joss, Joss Whedon.
0: hmm The man who wrote Black Widow's backstory in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. He wrote it originally as it was Steve's story. The Wonder Woman movie was supposed to be Steve-centric. And it was mm-hmm. supposed to start with him and revolve around him. And it was supposed to be... One Diana was supposed to be the archetype just, of the noble savage. Yeah, that was supposed like, to be her archetype—an idiot who was just like infatuated with him. Yeah, like that was supposed the, to there be was the plot.
1: A scene in a club where she was supposed to like Dan
0: provocatively. Yeah. yeah, and
1: like I can't think of anything less Diana than doing that. Cause honestly. What makes Diana so great, and what makes her innocence amazing, is because it's not like that dumb innocence it's that movies portray. The childlike. Yeah, it's like this innocence of like, well, I've never why seen that. Would I do that when I can just
0: not like,
1: what's, do that? Yeah, and what's so great about children in their innocence is that it's smart innocence because as adults we overthink things and we're like no we can't talk to this person like that like we can't do this and then little kids kids are are like like, i literally you have a dumb
0: face kids 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 will look at you and they'll be like you have a dumb face and an adult will be like that's not nice to say and they're like but it's true right if a kid tells you anything it's it's just it Welcome to your fact. life. It's what you look like. If a kid goes, you look like Oscar the Grouch, congratulations, you're a trash can.
1: Like. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, and that's what's great about Diana is she's like this innocence of they like you're taking things way out of proportion and I can just do this. And like, her, like in the beginning when she's like, take me to the war. And Steve is like, no, I I need to go talk to this person and do this and blah blah blah. And she's like, well, and then which we, way is it? I can just walk there. And he's like,
0: you can't. No. And she's like, watch me.
1: And then when she finds out when he like lies because she's he's like a spy. No, we're gonna go save these people. And she goes,
0: you lie.
1: Oh, lie. She's so upset and that's what makes her great.
0: But also, like, there's a scene where they were in a war council and she walked in and all the, all of the guys in the room were like, why is she uh, here?
1: And she's like the smartest one in the room. And they're
0: like, who is she? And she's like, he has to lie and he's like, she's my secretary. And they're like, well, get her out of here. And she's like, why can I not be in there? And he's like, it's because you're a woman. And she's like, And? <laughs>
1: She's like, uh, does not compute, doesn't make sense. She's like,
0: uh, the greatest warriors in the world are on my home island, uh, and we're like, all women.
1: Like, girl's a goddess. Literal. Both physically and literally goddess.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry. Please don't die.
0: I'm trying so hard not to. Anyway, Wonder Woman's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. And just... Tweet uh,
1: us your expressions. Yeah. Tweet us your top three emotions. Uh, honestly. We'll end it on what my top three emotions were. Let's do this. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to say... Excitement. Yeah. Wonder. Mm-hmm. and then you're exactly correct sorrow it just ends on sadness but no you know what I'll say melancholy that's fair yeah
0: guys we're not paid trust me got we no were, money
1: we would not be where we are currently I feel like if we were paid we would actually be living together
0: in Indiana apparently <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some weird strange midwestern state that has better housing prices than Massachusetts. it's so expensive here. I'm
0: sad, um, but yeah, guys, go out, please watch Wonder Woman and I want you to watch it and just imagine you've never seen a character of your gender yeah. doing anything like that, and it just like existing and being strong and powerful. It was on.
1: Like you don't even have to do that, because the movie is just enjoyable.
0: It is. And also it's just so good. I just want to state for the record, I'm not in great shape. I left that theater and I knew I, I could do anything. I, I oh was my ready gosh, honestly. I was ready to go fight on the front lines and kill a thousand yeah. men with my bare I was hands. Like, you know, watching
1: a person like a human person makes me feel queasy on the inside. But like I can do it. for diana
0: i I can do it i I could
1: do anything for
0: her (laughs) anyway um that's it for us (laughs) it's late my friend yes um again tweet at us if you have any thoughts feelings we're at nerd warehouse that's two d's um and we'll be back next week because we're gonna get regular with these Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to Nerd Warehouse and we'll be back next week with another episode of Nerd Warehouse. (laughs) Bye! Bye.